0: Welcome to The Light Podcast, 5th of November, episode number 4, are we on now? Episode 4. Episode yeah. 4, and we're rolling. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm, I'm alright, boots boot, boot on the ground in London, Feel a, a bit bit of a heavy night. <laughs> <laughs> Some form of food poisoning sitting, I think, so yeah, it's been, uh, it has been annoyed me, um, because I was sitting there like, yeah, I'm just going to research and get ready for the show, I had zero energy this morning, I lost about 2.5 kilos overnight, which yeah. is not good. <laughs> but, I'm showered, I'm up, I'm good, I've had my porridge. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that's going to help me or not, but hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, well, I tried to do some research, research last night, um, look through topics, and then I, then I had a Windows update, which took two hours to update, which then, by the time that finished, I was too tired to look through things. But, um, it can't be any worse than the Apple update. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, But yeah, this week's been a very busy week in in, in, the news this week. There's been loads of things going on. There's been the the terrorist attack in New York. Um, There's been uh, updates on Brexit. There's been sexual harassment um, updates, which is like an ongoing thing, which seems to get worse and worse. This week's it has been uh, Kevin Spacey and Dustin Hoffman and and, um, Brett Ratner. And well, I've, I've had
0: a lot of people over in, in Westminster, right? It seems yeah, be... and
1: Westminster as well. Like um, The Defence Secretary, um, he's lost his job this week due to harassment. And there's been loads of other stuff happening this week. So where do we start? Where do we start this week, like <laughs> This so much. Do you want to start on... Um, Let's start at home Let's start at home So um, Well let's start with Actually let's start with Because it seems ages ago
0: now But congratulations To a good weekend For the Brits Last week So Lewis Hamilton Taken The F1 title
1: Sir Lewis Anytime soon
0: Well uh, Yeah Don't know about that Well it should do In fairness um, I think he deserved it It wasn't he's, the race that he wanted But uh, He's Britain's greatest sports, sportsman well, Yeah but that doesn't mean you get knighted. knighthood I don't know how they, they just seem There seems to be no run But Noel Farragut
1: Got a knighthood for winning, like, what, two world titles and two... Knighthood. I'm not saying he
0: shouldn't get one. I just don't as far as I'm aware there's no particular... <laughs>
1: yeah, because of... Was it Sir Moss or was it... Was it Sir Moss or... Um, one of them um, was saying that he won two world titles and he waited 30 years to get his uh, knighthood. But in today's era, you get knighthoods pretty quickly. So Andy Murray's a sir. He's Sir Andy Murray. and He only won Wimbledon twice.
0: Yeah, but he, he was the first one. Yeah, but that was... It's all put in yeah. context, right?
1: But then, you, like... You can't criticise someone because Britons, Brits are poor in something and then someone comes along and then becomes good at Yeah, things. but it's
0: the duration of time between the two, right? Nobody will won Wimbledon as a Brit for, for, like, decades. Whereas, if you look for...
1: Um, yeah, Nigel
0: Mansell, Damon Hill. Or Jenson yeah. Barton, I only yeah, 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 know like? why. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's the four. four. If he gets, I mean, a four should be significant enough. If he gets another one, then that definitely should be...
1: Yeah, because if five, he's, like... The, I don't, it's only him and Schumacher. That's one. I think he needs to win seven. Schumacher's won seven. Yeah, and he has to win I don't know if he will get the seven.
0: It's gonna It's gonna take a lot. There's a few changes coming in with cars yeah. next year, which may level the playing field. And Ferrari, are, um, but leveling the player field, I don't think is a bad thing for him. I think he's actually the best driver out there. So if they level the playing field, I don't think that will hurt him too
1: much. No, but he won. He won his first title not in the best car. That's what gives them the the credence. Yeah, but this you? is
0: what I'm saying. Most most drivers, you'll chuck They win in the, in the car best, that in the they're best in, car, yeah. and then they stick them in a
1: different car, and they're awful. Yeah. Um, but he won in the best car. In the McLaren, the McLaren car that won his worst first world title was not the best car. The Ferrari was the best car. Yeah, but it wasn't far off. Like it
0: wasn't. It, that was just before we went through the big like just whole huge spectrum tr- tr- of difference tr- between them. When Red Bull came in and went well, we're just gonna be the best for like three years now, and then equally, um, Mercedes came in and have done the same thing. Anyway, so that was that was one GB, and then you had Anthony Joshua, got his win last week, which seems like an age ago.
1: Yeah, a week, a week got a lot happened in a week. And does well, a lot of
0: people hard. spoke about the fight, and they were like, "Yeah, it went to the tenth round. Like, I think he could have done with getting getting through him easy and that." But I'm like, it wasn't. It, there was no mug that he put in front of him. No. There, it was a person who was not who was not really gonna beat him but was also not going to be an easy knockdown. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to think that maybe it was stopped slightly prematurely, but only slightly. Like, some people were in proper uproar about it. I'm like, AJ was winning on the cards. Yeah. It, it was going to happen. So a referee's job is to make sure, is to protect the boxers, right? Yeah. If it's looking that inevitable that it's going to happen, yes, you could argue it was a premature stoppage, but it wouldn't have gone much longer. Um, and then you had, well, last night we had Wilder. Destroying. Sending out his shots <laughs> to AJ in, frankly, uh, there was, that, was a, that wasn't, I don't, I don't actually know what I was watching. He steamrolled him. It wasn't even, it was not about the steamrolling. You don't stand there and I don't even understand what I was watching. I'm watching a boxer, put no guard up, bash off his chest, throw punches, like literally he's just put two windmills on his arms. Yeah. So and don't get me wrong, he's a, it takes a lot to be a professional boxer, but he shouldn't be in the same ring as Wilder not least for, not for a second time right so that wasn't really a valid fight but the way he was going about that i was like is it not i understand when we were speaking about this earlier he's trying to make a statement right but he just that that was technically in a short time one of the worst yeah. boxing performances
1: yeah. ever he was being up was he, being up he's swung wildly and, and every time he swung he connected but everybody does say it's it an argument a discussion that they had amongst the
0: pundits in the uk this week is who punches harder AJ or Wilder Mm -hmm. arguably the thing is I've never seen AJ punch in anger the way that Wilder does Wilder doesn't really look for the technically clean shot he just goes for maximum power Mm -hmm. so if it was both of them went in there like that I don't know who punches harder I think AJ's a bit more calculated about his shots therefore you could argue that on displays and evidence that we've seen Wilder appears to fight punch harder I don't know that
1: said Wilder's a very skinny heavyweight he's really skinny you see his legs, his legs
0: like Yeah, but he's one of those. You know that he's got natural power. Like, yeah, he's got yeah. So yeah. I don't know how that fight will go down. He definitely won't be able to fight in the same manner that he fought in against Severn last night. That's obviously just goes with what I was saying. But oh yeah, it's going interesting dynamic. I mean, Tyson Fury in the the earlier fights, um, <laughs> um, fights in Monaco last night was again calling now AJ. He's have
1: been the one. But he said, "Did you hear what he said to Shadora? Shadora goes him. So when you come back, you go, got seven. I got seven stone to lose." Seven the stone is like a child but yeah but if
0: you've not been training in any time whatsoever which i don't think he has then it's it's like muscle memory when you lose muscle but then you go back to the gym you can gain it if he's spent all of his time doing nothing and then goes back to actually training like a boxer again he can lose it and arguably he doesn't need to lose all seven st- i mean seven st- seven stone sounds that sounds a extreme lot. A lot. i don't think he's, he's really needs. fat he's, yeah i don't think he's going to yeah but even when he's in even when he's in boxing shape he's not in good shape so
1: Anyway, that was the best of the week for the Brits. <laughs> Alright, so then, um, let's start, I think we'll start in America, and we'll go back to Trump, because he's my favourite topic. Um, this week, uh, Special Agent muller Um, he brought forward his investigation, and he indicted um, Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort and Papadopoulos. And Papadopoulos. And uh, it's interesting, because of... That happened, and he did that on was it on the Monday, or was it, was it on the Sunday? He did that? It was on the Monday, and then the terrorist attack happened a day after.
0: I don't believe these two. No, I'm, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I, Before, I, before, I'm not yeah, yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. not sure if this was one of those. I'm get, not saying it's did linked. Did
1: Donald Trump set it off to? Uh... <laughs> I'm not saying it's linked, but it's con- it's kind of convenient. I'm not saying it's linked. I'm saying it's kind of convenient that um, you, like Donald Trump, ex ex-pre- ex press secretary.
0: Is it, or... Uh, Papadopoulos was involved. He was part of his um, campaign. Now, the argument was that the allegations against him took place before the Trump campaign, but then their response is they seem to have taken part during the attack campaign. Yeah. And then Paul Manafort, this is all related to money laundering, and an extreme amount of money. I think it was about 10 to 12 million, that's talking right. about. Um, so he was put on house arrest, Manafort. And if, they found, if
1: they're both found guilty, they get 20 years?
0: Well... So, so yeah, you, you always read into it. But well, the the uh, so so the thing is, what from what I've understood about what is mean is nobody has a single bad word to say about him. Like everybody holds him in the highest the esteem. F- well, the, so this is when because Obama they changed the rule for him, didn't they? Yeah. So I can't remember how many years it is you're allowed to serve as the head of the FBI, but they overturned it so that he could continue to. Um, being the director of the FBI for longer. But everybody talks about him, he's, he's just completely, there's a straight arrow. Mm-hmm. There's no deviating from the truth on this one. So, so, so a couple of people were like, well, is he just going for the small fish to send a message and then he's going for the bigger ones? Somebody else came back and said, no, he will be just going at this from a completely methodical point of view. So I think that, yeah, well... And it's another one of those interesting ones, right? He's been brought in, and now Trump is in a position where, when this happened to Kobe before, he could get rid of Kobe, right? Like well, he shouldn't have, but he can do. And technically, he can get rid of Bob Mueller, um, because he's the president. But if he does that... Doesn't that have a threat to democracy? Doesn't have a threat to democracy. The president has within his orders that he can... He can sack
1: sack yeah, anybody. He can sack any fire anyone. But then Congress have got against him, and so well, you're you're literally someone investigating against you.
0: Well, they, but then are technically investigating against him, are they? I mean, you could argue that you could. because uh, I was listening to this, I can't remember who, who show I was listening to this on. And he, clearly, he had a, um, a a narrative that he was trying to pursue because he asked two questions, and in both of those instances, he said, "Are these um, reasons for impeachment?" You could argue that if it gets close to Trump. And he was to fire him. You could look at that as an abuse of his presidential powers, mm. and therefore raise it as a reason for impeachment. I'm not sure it will get to. It's not. It's not in a position at the moment where he's directly investigating Trump. There will have to be more on it, and somebody was also making the same point. At what point in time will he interview Trump? Because once he's got all his ducks in order, there's. I mean, that, that's not being malicious and going against him. There's. If this is related to a presidential campaign, then. By rights, it stands to a reason that you would interview the president of that campaign that opposed, supposedly won. However, that said, now, when you look at the figures for this, I think um, let me see if I can pull up the numbers for this. How much was spent? I have a to, an inkling suspicion that this is in the 80 billions, I think. How much 80 billion. did, hold on a second, did uh, Clinton and Trump spend on Facebook? Because I believe, there, I was listening to a podcast. Um, yeah, there you go. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton spent a combined $81 million on Facebook ads during their campaign. Wow. $81 million. Now, how inefficient is your campaign if you think that the $50,000, well, there's, there's jumps between <laughs> 50000 and $100,000. No, 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 no. There's jumps between, was it 100000 or was it 50000 from the, the Russian ad campaign? Yeah. But that doesn't make any difference. Sorry, 81 million versus let's say okay let's go highball and say it was 150 thousand mm. that's not a game changer in an 81 million count like it's ridiculous that so once you see those numbers it becomes it becomes obscene mm-hmm. and also what doesn't make sense is they said how many people did they say um, were reached by the Russian ads it was in a, it was a ridiculous amount it was, it
1: was a, a very low number but a very time no, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a low number it was, very, it was
0: no it was in the, it was in the millions the it was, million. yeah it was in the one point it, oh,
1: but, but 1.1 million is still very low in the, in the grand scheme of America it's not that
0: it's not that it's if you point the cost per click that that
1: would add up to that's not legitimate ok <laughs> but oh but isn't I understand that in the grand scheme of things the Russian if the, if the Russian did take part did um, infiltrate the American elections and the amount of money they spent on Facebook is tiny it's the fact that they did it Anyway, it's not that the fact that it's small. It's the fact that Russia actually tr- tried to. That's the, that's the bigger point.
0: Well, no, it's not really that the, Facebook says 126 million Americans may have been exposed to the uh, ads. Yeah. Now, 126 million, that's a cost per click of like Well, It's not that. But it's still not legitimate. That doesn't add up. Those two numbers don't add up. If you've done any kind of ads on Facebook, there is no way you can get that kind of value for your money. It just doesn't exist. Which airs me to think, well, this again is smoke and mirrors numbers. Um, and also, when you speak to these guys, they're like, they've got these bloody troll houses. What, I mean, what's the, um, the actual company business name for these? They've got a business name of what they said. They're, they're internet re- there, there you go, coordinated by the Internet Research Agency. Um, in Russia, which is basically a troll house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was listening to a, a joke. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast and they said something that I had said to a friend in the office the day before I was like, um, to be fair, when they were talking about Kevin Spacey and cancer and house of cards. And I said, Look, be fair. Do you need house of cards when we have a real life one with Donald yeah, Trump yeah. involved? And then somebody made the same point on a podcast the next day. And I think they said that you could just come up with a different program, house of trolls. Yeah. Um, but these, but these guys have been there way before the Donald Trump era. Like, they're just set up to be trolls against anything that's not Russia. And again, I'm not inclined to think that this had a big enough impact. I, I can't say... It didn't, it didn't sway the vote at the end of the day. There is investigation to be done because you can't get away from the fact that Trump Jr. brought himself into a meeting where they introduced him to the meeting and saying, we've got dirt on Hillary. Great, I want to hear it.
1: This was a def- stupid response to make anyway. What he should have done is um, he should have gone back to the FBI and said, FBI, look, I'm going to speak to the Russians... And you can wiretap me.
0: Well, n- well, no. Just don't even say that. Just don't. Just at least have enough savvy about you to not respond so enthusiastically on <laughs> something that can be recorded and say, "Yes, Trump, great, Trump, I'm going for it." Donald Trump Jr. is not the smartest. Um... Well, I think it's inherent in the gene pool.
1: <laughs> and then um, going on, moving on from um, the and the Mueller investigations. As I said earlier, there was a terrorist attack in America where. Um, a, an ex-Uber driver from Uzbekistan took his car and drove into 19 people, killing 8 people, then eventually crashing his car into a, a um, school bus and uh, running out of his car screaming, al Akbar," yeah. um, which, which translated into English, is glory to God, and had two, two toy guns running around, eventually was shot by the American police and apprehended. And he's claiming to be. Here's what's funny. He didn't claim to be a member of ISIS. He claimed to be <laughs> inspired by ISIS.
0: Which,
1: Same thing. Yeah, and Trump's and the Trump, the right, Trump are using it for, as a. Um, using it to, say, to promote saying, well, we should have my our, our travel ban. But he's been in the country for ten, for since 2010. So, even if he had a travel ban, you wouldn't want to stop him. He's here. Um, I, and I, I don't. I wonder why Americans do this because of, like, that they said that um he should be transported to Guantanamo. Guantanamo. I can't talk this mo- I can't talk at all this morning.
0: Um, yeah, but
1: no. I, I recall saying
0: that I can't remember how far they went back, but nobody in a set amount of years, if it has been arrested on U.S. grounds and transported straight to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. So I don't think that's gonna happen
1: anyway. But be, but if you, but why do Americans fear terrorism more than they fear actual gun crime? And I'm not because of.
0: I think the problem with this attack is it doesn't require so it was it, it requires the most basic of tools, a car, a car and some fake guns. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's the concern about it, is somebody can just go mental in a car and just decide, yeah, we're gonna I'm But gonna
1: you're, go saying, that, you're go. saying that you're saying that in, in a country where guns are just willy-nilly. There are more guns in America than actual people.
0: Okay, so if I go on the flip side argument, which is not the which is not something that I agree with, but if somebody can so easily um, if it well, this is not the but point. Yeah, but how do you,
1: yeah, but how, so okay. Let me put no, the if, it's, if, if argument was if you, if argument was based in the UK, I, don't, I can understand that because if there's no guns in the UK, yeah. So having someone have a car and driving the people, that's terrifying because it's the most basic of things. Yeah. However, in America, where gun crime and you have mass mass shootings, and then they're getting scared because someone can get in a car. Someone can get in a car and get a real gun and do this. Make it. It's even worse. Yeah, but
0: this is just the age. Yeah, but this is this, this is uh, an. Uh, it's not unrelated argument, but it kind of is. The gun the discussion on guns in the states is just a whole beast of its own, because they've got to a point where it's legal for everybody. So how would you clean it up? The argument's always going to be, well, if you can't clean it up for everybody, then what happens when the criminals are left with guns and we don't have guns to defend ourselves? Now the complete straight counter to that immediately and you can use the UK as an example, is people will always get hold of guns, whether they're legal or they're illegal. Mm-hmm. So drug dealers in the UK will have guns. I cannot legally get a gun, yeah. therefore I don't have a gun. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not naive enough to believe that there are not criminals out there that have got a gun. Yeah. That doesn't mean I walk out every day in fear that I'm going to get shot, does it? No. Whereas arguably, if everybody in the country had a gun, I could probably be more fearful that some deranged idiot would be walking down the road and just think, well, I'm just going to spray a bunch of bullets and therefore get hit. And when you're living in the in, in London with such a large population density, then arguably that would put us in a more risky position, which is where the states see themselves. But if you're going to ban guns, then how do you? The problem is, is they've is, is where they're at. I don't and I don't have an answer for how you would clean up their gun controls now. I mean, I clean. Uh, you make it. You change the laws to, to make it stricter. for... Yeah, but guns. there's so many out there. The operation to do a clean up. Say you you change the rule, the, the laws, right? To say you can't have a gun anymore, and you said we're gonna let you, it's not, we're gonna it, give you we're gonna give you banks where you can go and dispose of your gun safely, it's
1: right? Not, it's not the, it's not guns. It's the type of guns they have. They have. Well, no, 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 no but no, no, but it's, yeah, but, well, no,
0: because it shouldn't it shouldn't be the type of guns. It should be guns. Straight straight up, it should be guns. You shouldn't be able to have guns legally. Like you've got, you've got over here. You've got people who have rifles for yeah. shooting, yeah. which is very, with, in the grand scheme of things, is a small amount of people. Yeah. Which means so much. So if they go out and do something, they're that they're easy enough to track down because yeah. it's, it's not that difficult here. Um, but over there, it's not even about the type of guns. It's the fact that they're all that you can all have a gun. Talking about the woman with the handbag, Louis Vuitton handbag, which is like the size of my hand, can have the size a smaller gun in it to protect herself. Yeah, yeah. So if that's the case, and you say right, we will give you a place for you to. Go and Drop your guns. get rid of your guns in a safe manner. Yeah. Okay, so let's say 25% of good citizens go and do that. 75% don't. How are you going to deal with those 75%? It's going to have to be a huge cleanup operation to try and go door-to-door to get them, right? Then you're still going to miss some, so you're going to have people who are left. I'm like, the problem is so big, I don't know, not... It's logistically possible to fix, but it will take so much money
1: to then, throw at it. But going to my original point, why do, Amer- why do Americans fear a terrorist in a car Far, more, far worse than a madman with a gun. Yeah, but I think that a lot of terrorists.
0: I, uh, sorry. I think a lot of Americans fear both equally and the same. Okay.
1: Uh, if you fear if you fear terror, then you don't really care how it comes towards you. Yeah, but um, then they make they make a bigger deal of the the brown the sorry, of the brown man in a car or a brown man with, with a, a bomb on his body than a white. I'm not saying white guy. I do not make it a race thing. Than a a, a a man holding to, holding a gun shooting someone from the, from a building from the, from a building in Vegas they don't make it as big a deal, like well no they do make
0: they do make it they do make it a big deal because I, I uh, and so I need to be careful how I tread around his I remember and, and I do see this because now when this happens the question is always. Well, was this terrorist-related or was it not? Yeah. Okay, So the one in Vegas, I mean, there are still huge gaps within the timelines of that. And arguably, there are, there's going to be a lot to that story that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. However, that's distinctly different from a guy that comes out and says that he was inspired by ISIS, right? Mm-hmm. That makes it a relatively open and closed case. What we haven't seen yet is the instance of terrorism from a white male that says... I did this inspired by ISIS. Because if you do that, and then they refuse to say this is an act of terrorism, well, then there's a problem in the media, right? And arguably there's a problem in the media anyway, but the question will continually always be, well, hold on, if this was a white man who did this, why is it not an act of terror? And an act of terror is an act that instills terror in people. Yeah. So arguably, the, the problem no, is...
1: There's also the, the little thing that add to it that for political Well, no, political but this reason. is the point, right?
0: Because if you look, I've had this conversation with somebody and I slightly changed my my position mm. on it, is that, yes, technically the dictionary def- definition suggests that it needs to be tied to religion or political motives, right? But ultimately, terrorism is something that instills terror in people, yeah. therefore I could argue that it doesn't really need to make any difference whether it's political or re- religiously fuelled, if it hits a point of a mass murder and the specific intent of that is to f- put in st- fear and terror in people, then it should still be, and, it, and it's down to, it, it, it's, it's down to actual definitions of the word, but when I had this conversation with somebody, I was like, technically it does have to be religious or political based but then at the same time in the absence of that you can still t- cause terror for people so that shouldn't be the differentiating factor as to how you just re- refer to something as a mass murder or an atrocity or an act of terrorism there seems to be a, a lack of distinction or, and nobody seems to want to actually address it but their inability to address it means we always face all of these arguments
1: the words, when it comes out in the media the words are loaded so when you take, when you take the example of, when you use the word terror the, the terrorism word is loaded with Political political agenda. When you say someone's a mass murderer, right, even if they're trying to instill terror, most of the times you say, "Well, then that's a mass murder." That's one loony person. But when you say someone's a terrorist, it it's, 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 it seems or appears like it's an organised.
0: It is loaded, but that's the point of where that. That's exactly why there needs to be more uh, a clearer definition of what constitutes it because because it's loaded there's as much power in using it as there is in not using it. Okay. So when, for instance, in Vegas, they say it's an act of terror, what would have had more impact on the population? I would arguably say there would have been less kickback on the media from the public if they had said this is an act of terror from a, for, by an American on Americans. There would have been less kickback. Than their ability to say this is just one rogue agent and n- n- neglect to mention the word terror because that was the point that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Everyone was saying, Well, why is this not an act of terror because a white man done it? So, yes, I agree that the word is loaded, but because it's loaded, absence of it is just as powerful as the use of it. Which means for me, they need to work out how they want to go about it because otherwise, the media will continue to misuse these phrases. Well, either misuse them or not use them at all when they should be using them, and it's gonna and and it's people are becoming so polarized on this topic that. You need to fix that, otherwise you're just going to ask for more the next time that it happens. So let's say another, uh, a white male goes off in a different city and shoots 15 people. And again, they don't call it an act of terrorism. What's your basis for not doing that?
1: Because he's a white guy and they should give him more time to investigate it.
0: That's the problem, right? Yeah. It should be open and closed because of the colour of somebody's skin.
1: Yeah. Alright. Um, moving on from the terrorism... Um, staying, still, still staying in America. Um, so this week, we saw a continuation of the um, harass, sexual harassment build-up. Um, it came about earlier in the week that um, Kevin Spacey was accused by... Um, is it Michael Rapp? What's his first name? I can't remember um, the
0: actual name of him, but there was two that yeah, came out, I think. Yeah,
1: know. but the first one was um, from Rapp. And Rapp, um, he knew Spacey when he was 14 years old. So it's happened 30 years ago. It's happened in 1983... 1986, 1986, happened 30 years ago. And Kevin Spacey was a young actor, he's 26 years old. Um, Rap was 14 years old. They were at, they were at a house party and um, Rap was bored. He was 14 years old, so he said he'd, he'd go upstairs and watch a film and sat on the bed. And then every, um, he realised everyone had gone home and it was just him and Kevin Spacey in the room. But didn't he, he say something like he woke up and he was just collapsed on top of him? No, no, no. He said what happened was that um, he was sitting on the bed. Then Kevin basically was on the at the front um in the doorway, and uh, he then picked him up off the bed in like you know the the bridal the bridal stance, you know, come on up. And then he put him on the bed, and he was on top of him. And then he then um, he was able to wriggle out of it, and then ran to the bathroom, and sat in the bathroom and it was like, "Hmm, okay, he's gay." <laughs> and, then um, bear in mind, um, at the time Stephen, at the time Kevin Spacey was in, was drunk, and rap ran away, and apparently the incident was forgotten, and thirty years later, um, the Me Too caught him, and uh, he's come out of the story and accusing um, Kevin Spacey of um, coming out, uh, me, Spacey, Kevin Spacey of sexually assaulting him, which and Kevin, what that was big. But what was worse was Kevin Spacey trying to hide under the rainbow. Deflecting, yeah. Deflecting. Yeah. So Kevin Spacey came out and said uh, he was horrified by the allegations. He profusely apologized to rap, saying he's a great actor, really admires him. I think rap's gay anyway. I think rap's come out and he's a gay actor. Um, and said um, he apologises. He goes, he's, for a lot of his life, he's lived as bisexual. But later on in life, he's now fully living as a gay man. Bang. I didn't understand why he would, why he would, he thought it was the right time to come out as gay when someone's accusing him when a well, fourteen I year old, really, yeah, when a fourteen yeah, year, know, year know, old. I know, and I get that,
0: and I agree, but I don't. <clears throat> at the same time, I don't think there's any way to to not. To. So if you've got allegations against you from a young boy, then it's a given yeah. anyway. So you can't get out of it. But at the same time, the emphasis he did put on. Coming out, as opposed to the actual story. And even some of the gay rights groups came out and said he can't get away with it. He can't think he can just get away with it just because he's... It's it's the worst thing as well, because
1: all the homophobes, they link that. They link paedophilia and homosexuality homosexuality all the time. They go, oh, if you like men, you might like young boys. They link it. So if if you're a gay rights person, you're horrified when you hear someone coming out and say, yeah, I'm gay. Because you're, like, you're literally excusing yourself coming to a 14-year-old boy. You're saying, well, the reason why I came onto to him is because I was, cause I, cause I'm i gay. No, mate, Recently, the reason why I came on to him because you're a paedophile. No, I'm no, no, say, I, don't, I, don't,
0: I don't even think that's how they saw it. I think what they're saying is it's not appropriate for him to say that at the same time as he's making that suggestion. as a Not as an excuse, I think more as a deflection. Yeah. I think that's what offended them, the fact that he's using this to deflect away from what the main story is. Um. Which is the allegation itself. I think mean, that was what was the uh... The thing
1: is also he didn't deny it.
0: Well he didn't well, it's not the fact that he didn't deny well, ever since then his world's come tumbling down, yeah. to be honest. They stopped so they said that they were, that House of Cards was gonna be the last series yeah. and then within twenty four anyway. Well, but within twenty four hours of doing that, they stopped production on the current one. Mm-hmm. They've since in the last forty eight hours, Netflix have cut their ties with him completely. Yeah. Um so yeah, his world's come tumbling down like the last seven days. Although, interestingly, I haven't seen much of them with regards to repercussions to Dustin Hoffman. But Dustin but I think Dustin Hoffman's was more an allegation yeah. from uh, a female. And he, den- he denies that.
1: Huh? He, 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 he I felt originally he denied it, then he apologised and said... I- yeah, I don't really get
0: this either. I don't really understand what this new, I'm going to come out and apologise for something for is. I don't, I'm not sure I really understand the rationale behind that. If you did something wrong, simply coming out and saying you're sorry, depending on the extent of the uh, allegation, just saying sorry doesn't make up for it. It depends
1: on the time. I think it depends on the time. Yeah, it
0: doesn't. I understand that, but there seems to be this burst of people coming out and saying, oh, I apologise. I'm not sure you coming out and saying you apologise for something is necessarily the most appropriate response to any of this. <coughs> I,
1: I also, I, I'm not sure because a lot, a lot of times, and people forget time is like 30 years ago, it's a long time. 10 years ago, like, I've been, I'm, I'm 32, so I been sexually active for the last, what, 12, 12 years? I can't remember everything I've done. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, permiss- it's, I'm not, permiss- it's
0: not that, though, is it? It's, uh, and I did have this conversation with somebody, and arguably, when you go back a few decades, I'm not going to say it was seen as more acceptable. It was more widespread, because uh, people in positions of power yeah. found that it was, thought that it was supposed to be an appropriate way to act, but that doesn't that doesn't defend it, and the fact that you're saying that you can't remember everything that you've done. Well, if they're apologising for it, they can. But it's not about that. If you had a tendency to do stuff that is that's, that's with this thing. level of dishonesty, anyway, this is the problem.
1: It's, that's that's what that's why when they when they apologise and they like, say they can't hmm. remember, um, I I tend to lean that you must have done this more than once. Well, yeah, and this
0: goes back to a conversation I was having with somebody where, in my opinion, I mean, you look at these. I mean, Dustin Hoffman's a bit different um but you look at most of these at least the media moguls, and even if you look at the the Westminster ones and all the people that have come out these are not guys who are going out every week getting getting girls because of their looks it's not happening right they're using their money and their power to compensate for their position in most instances and I'm sure you're going to come out with people who are more predatory and still have a a kind of physically attractive look to them who have done this as well however I was having a conversation with somebody where the the point was asked to me or Just take a look at the length of, the the number of allegations against Harvey Weinstein and tell me that all men are not trash. Well, no, hold on. That's that's a ridiculous statement to make. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that there are not, if you go back multiple decades, the way that males in those positions acted was more widespread. And I'm not saying that there are not instances of this occur now. There is. And I think it's good that it's extending past just Hollywood and Westminster and it's going into actual offices and people coming out and saying, actually, this is happening to me, right? As I said to you last week, they're feeling more empowered to do it. I think that's a good thing. But it doesn't mean at the same time you can make a blanket statement suggesting that all men are prone inherently to sexual harassment. I, I, I wouldn't make... Well, I wouldn't expect to make a blanket statement against any race or demographic and then be told that I am not in some way being derogatory against them yeah. or, or stereotyping them or prejudicing yeah. them, any of that, right? So you can't just t- come out and say, well, because there's this particular vile human being, who well, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get many guys, you're not going to go to many guys who won't agree that he is not a particular vile, jab the hut looking guy, right? Um, that doesn't mean you can get away with saying that, that all guys do it. However... Some of the people, and they come out in responses to Harvey Weinstein, and some of these, especially Harvey Weinstein, is when they're coming out and say, is the amount of people who are coming out and saying, well, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. I'm like, well, if you know about it, then why don't you do something it's like about open it? Secret. Yeah, but then there's still an obligation for you to do something. You see, when I said to you last week that I think that males hold a responsibility to speak out against this, so if you're seeing it occur, you need to speak out against it to give women a, a an actual area of safety to know that if they say this, they're not putting their careers on the line, they're not putting themselves on the line.
1: Did you see that Alec Baldwin and... Uh, what's it, is it Rose McGowan? I can't speak this morning. Rose McGowan, um, she was... Um, it's. Um, it's annoying me. She was... Comp- she said to him that his response to... Because he said he knew about it. He, so he heard about the rape allegations and he did nothing about it. And then he said that she should have been empowered. She should have gone to the police and told the police that he raped her. He should have, She should have gone to the police and she should not have the money from, from Harvey Weinstein. And that's what, he's, that's, what Alec, that's what Alec Baldwin's response to. He said, well, it's not my... It's not my I heard about it, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure it was true. Yeah, but and I'm not being funny. No, uh, sorry, I, I wasn't sure it was true. She said, she's she gone and accepted a payment from him after the fact. She should have gone to the police and told the police.
0: Um, I kind of get what. Uh, so, there's two factors to this. So, all of them, everybody is saying the same thing. Well, I heard about it, but I didn't know. How many people does it take to hear about something before you think it might actually have a legitimate claim to it? Because it's not unfathomable that some individual is abusing his power in this manner it's not like it's, it's not like it's a, a rare occurrence that it could not be possible right so when you've got so many people talking about this at what point in time do you think well actually this may be legitimate and I maybe should do something about it right and then at the same time I don't think that Alec Baldwin's in a position to make that make any comment on that to be honest so you're saying to this woman who's been put in this position clearly she's not comfortable about anyway he's basically saying to her well you played the game because you took the money right well I'm when you look at how Hollywood works, what's the, what's the alternative? She doesn't take the money and she gets blackballed and has no career. Yeah. You shouldn't, she, the point is that an, an, an environment existed that allowed her to be put into to this position. Now, you can argue what you want about whether she should have taken the money or not, but he doesn't know what position she was in, neither do I. But if I'm looking at it from the outside, you have a female who was clearly exploited by saying, somebody saying, I can give you this if you could give me this... And then afterwards, saying, I'll pay for it. And I'm pretty sure, when you start looking into the details of these contracts, they will. I mean, you can't even have... How can you have an employment contract that says for every time that you have an allegation of sexual abuse that you won't get sacked, you'll just have to pay us back for it? It was was written to his contract, which is crazy. That's I'm I'm bit funny. That's almost like a form of structured prostitution. He just knows that every time he does some of this, he has to pay X amount more of money. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm i i really, with this. I'm really conflicted. I, I do there's think there's an issue of victim blaming. You're blaming the victim for for what's actually happening. You blame the victim for the structure of Hollywood, how Hollywood is. I I I always I'm always weary when someone takes the money in the sense of why don't you go to the police? When like I I've, I've I've seen a lot of far right, and I don't want to be I don't want to be an asshole like, like a lot of the people on the right uh, of of the feminist agenda of men and women, these women. But a lot of the men that can counter argument it. is why, why, why do you feel the need to go on Twitter and say me too, just happened to me too, why don't you go and report it? Why don't you go and report it to the police? Why yeah, don't you go this, and report it to the authorities? Yeah, why, why do you feel the need that you can go on Twitter and, and say me too, but not actually go and tell people when it actually happens? Yeah, but this is
0: the point. This is because the world... So if you're going to ever use social media for something valuable, you use it at a time like this, right? Yeah. So we look at this, and it's gone from not just being Hollywood to people uh, coming up with this in Westminster, say in the UK, but then people coming up with it at lower levels of business, right? If somebody, if one individual in Hollywood goes to the police, how does that empower some other females around the world to feel that they can do the same thing? So I would argue again, that's a nonsense statement. Actually, the fact that there's a Me Too, which has existed before this anyway, and is now being used for a valuable purpose, and has now empowered other women. If the, if that empowers people to go and say to the police, well, actually, I feel empowered enough to report this now because there's enough other people backing behind it that I just won't be blackballed or black sheep chucked out to yeah. <clears throat> to arrest, right? I don't think that's a bad thing, and all of these—I'm not being funny. These are all deflections. These are all deflections from why you don't want to answer the question that you knew about something and you chose not to act on it. So get off your moral high horse. Like this is not the time for it. Just admit to the fact. Some of them—I mean—I think it's Quentin Tarantino came yeah. out and he had a more honest response, saying, "I know about this and I hate the fact that I didn't do more about it." Fair enough. He should have done something about yeah. it, but at least he's being having enough about it to come out and say, "I did know about it and I should have done something," as opposed to the rest of these who are going well. I, I didn't really know about it. It was just a whisper, so it might have been true. It's just completely deflecting it.
1: But then, but, then, but then you say that, but then some of these women that have won Oscars, they were sexually assaulted by him, and they thanked him in their Oscar speech. Yeah,
0: but again, if you've got yourselves into that world, then I think you're a bit stuck going through that. And I mean, as somebody said, all you're hearing from here is the people that said no. For all the people that said no, they are going to be countless who said yes, right? So. Yeah. And again, what happens after the act itself, I don't hold any grudges him Because at the same time, ultimately, I can't put myself in their position. So it's not for, I'm not in any position to say, well, why did they do this after the act? Why did they accept the money? Why did they thank him? Unless I can, unless I can come out of here and say I've been put in a position where I faced sexual harassment and somebody gave me a job because I was prepared to have sex with them and take money for it. And that's being as a male. Unless I could do that, even as a male, I can't even get near to try to understand what position they're in. Especially when you think about the figures of money and what that means to their life that you're dealing with here. So for everybody to again, it's a very difficult one for anybody outside of it to post event, get on a high horse, and say, well, they could have done this, that, and the other. I I'm inclined to not try and understand how that happened, but get to the bottom of what the actual issue is. Which, if nothing else comes from this, I think that there is. Do you
1: think? Do you think? So. I think as you can see we went from Hollywood it's gone from Hollywood to Westminster and this week we've seen the defence secretary lose his job, um, because he was he was accused of secretary of harassing a reporter, he's putting his hands on hands on her, her knees for an interview. Well she said that she didn't feel that he was um she, she didn't feel
0: Yeah, but that was he he said that he acted outside of the realms of what was
1: decency, acceptable. Decency, yeah. So, and there'll be more allegations
0: coming, coming which out. arguably that is right. like if you're sitting I, I, again I can't see a reason why you would go into an interview with a female or a male I don't really see the difference and talk to them about a job and put your hand on your knee putting your hand on somebody's knee is not. it's not like when you put your hand on somebody's shoulder and say well done it, it, it holds different connotations to the action that you're doing yeah. um, obviously from his point of view he's probably just seen a ticking time bomb if I don't say it, somebody else will. Yeah. Um, arguably, it's not as bad as some of the other ones, but still, it just seems to, uh, Again, for me, it doesn't make any sense. I can't picture myself in a position where I'm I'm working with a female colleague and she's done something well, and I go up to her and rub her knee or pat her knee and say, "Oh yeah, that's a great job." I just I would do that and think to myself, "Shit, let me pick up the phone, HR. I need to report myself." <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... that, like,
1: I was saying it. Like I was talking about talking about it at work this week. And I was like, I was thinking, I don't think I can't see any guys approaching girls any guy approaching females at work anymore because you can't because I don't think you should because you're at work but I don't think I think it'll be in like a a zero, a zero.
0: but I have that again I've never put myself in that position. I, I there's you might you might get an inclination that somebody is interested in you who do you work with and then normally the only way that that would come about is if you see them in some kind of social interaction outside of work and then that progresses into more of a conversation again I Personally, well, I wouldn't. Of people, but this a lot of people, is all, Meet their
1: husbands and wives at, at work. A lot of people do meet. After yeah, they that. do. They do. But they, yeah, but they don't.
0: They don't hit on them in the office. It will usually be they've gone out for drinks or something afterwards and something caught away. So I get that. I don't think there's any issue with people dating people that they work with. There's an issue with the way that you behave in the office. Okay. Most people who I've seen who are married, you would never. There's no. You actually wouldn't even know unless somebody said it to you because they don't behave in any manner like that in the office. Yeah. Like, which the is the way to act. Which, it, well, exactly. Because they're in a professional environment. It's not It's not rocket science. But there is something... So I found this because... Uh, just before we get off this topic. Because Donna Karen came out and she... Um, she. What did she say? She said, what? What are we asking for when we dress like this? Women. Almost endorse them what one Weinstein well, has done. Well, they can blame you. Yeah, but this is this is the weirdest interview. I'm just going to pay a bit of that. I didn't have time to clip it properly, so I don't know if I've got the right time. Thanks for
1: suggesting... sat down with me over the weekend. First I wanted to say how sorry I am. You know, but I said it's so wrong and not who I am. Fashion designer Donna Karan apologetic for what many consider shocking and insensitive remarks she made during a red carpet event in the immediate aftermath of the Harvey Weinstein firestorm. When you said, how do we display ourselves? How do we present ourselves as women? What are we asking? Are we asking for it? You know, by presenting all this sensuality and all the sexuality.
0: What did you mean
1: by those comments at that time? That's the problem. I made a huge, huge mistake. When you say something about what they're asking by just presenting themselves the way they do, what are they asking for trouble? Under under what circumstances could a woman be asking for trouble? I love women. I absolutely adore women. I care about them. I'm a mother of a grandmother. done this before and I will
0: never ever do it again right first off when you actually watch that it is the weirdest interview to watch because you know, that, that that last part that she gets to first off I that wasn't this wasn't the question to you by the way first off I love women I care about them I'm a mother I'm a grandmother I just happen to have a high end fashion label where I need to sell to women therefore I don't want to alienate them
1: why don't you just say that okay I I I I get. I've had an argument with. My, I've had an argument with two people this week. I've had an argument with my girlfriend about this. And I've had an argument with my friends about this. There is, and it's just, I think it's a separate. It's a separate odd point from um, Harvey Weinstein in the rape. club. I, I don't. I think you could dress in a paper paper bag and he still rape you because he's that type of lecturers person. However, there is this thing that if you wear certain things, you you're gonna attract the wrong attention. And I and, I, and I'm not. And, and I'm not saying it's a it's, it's the right thing, it's right that ha- that happens, but it happens. If you go out at night time and you're a female and you're, and you're with your female friends and there's just two of you and you're wearing like very um, short skirts or wearing like a uh, bodysuit and just wearing like no you know of playboy bunny for Halloween, you're... There're gonna be certain guys out there, and I, and I just what i am just one' i conflicted because I know I'm trying to shit, but I'm trying to shit, but I'm based on what actually happens in this world that I don't think that a woman shouldn't be able to wear what she wants to wear without feeling that guy should guy should police themselves. I believe—I agree that with yeah. that. However, I do things on the—I do. Base things on reality and how situations are. I don't base things how I want it to be. I base it on actually how it is. I think that sometimes if you dress in a prerogative way or if you dress in a certain way, certain guys will see you in a certain light and they will attempt to treat you in that in that light. Exact same thing. If I'm wearing a hoodie and I'm wearing a and I'm wearing a hat and I'm outside, the people are intimidated by me. It's my it's my own it's my own issue. I'm not I'm not saying it's the right thing for them to stereotype me, but they're going to stereotype me because that's how we keep ourselves safe. Same thing when women are out. And you were I said, my girlfriend wants to wear her Playboy bunny outfit for Halloween. And I said no. And I and and I am not going to police what what she wears cause I don't think I should police what she wears. It's more for my in my head her own safety because if you attract the wrong attention when you wear certain things. And I'm not blaming the victims when guys rape people because if no man should want should want to rape women and men should control themselves. However, the reality of the situation is when you go outside and you wear certain things or you or you you. You, or if you go outside and get really drunk, yeah, you're going to get guys that will come up to you and try and take advantage of you. That happens. It's not because of, um, I mean, we're not living in a utopian world where people where guys aren't going to do that. It happens. Guys will try and take advantage of you if you're out and you wear You wearing shorts, clothes, or um, sexual clothes. Guys, some guys can't control themselves and they'll try and
0: take advantage of you. Well, so I, I kind of get where you're coming from, but then I, I they seem to just count to the two arguments seem to account themselves. Here. We can't. I understand and I'm not living in a utopian world here. I'm not trying to. But at the same time, you can't just... If, if you get to a point where you just say this happens,
1: therefore accept it, well, you've already given up. No, you've already I, given up the fight. I, I, and I totally agree with that. I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm chatting shit, but I'm basing it on just experience. I'm not... yeah, yeah, but you, yeah, but base, yeah, but problems
0: exist in the world. That's just the world. So you need to come up... What the, what the point is, is coming up all the way to solve them. So yes, albeit that people will make certain certain outfits unless it's for males or females as you say will derive certain connotations towards them but the problem is is that we allow that to happen this is this is again why moments like this and people start to then come out about it it's the only way you're going to change it so the only way you're going to change these kind of behaviors is when you latch on to instances like this that occur in order to try and change the cultural shift of let's just take how males act at the moment because unless somebody calls out men or males who act in a certain way against females, then it's never gonna change. It's the yeah. same thing as if you're dealing with racers and they, they put them into it, they pigeonhole you because you're walking down the road in a hoodie, yeah. that you're gonna have a knife right. Until somebody calls that out, then it's never gonna change. So then one part of it is yes, this is what happens, but the second part of it is not is is not going about it how she's done it there. The way one, she's articulated in a poor manner. Yeah. Two, more to the point, it was it was the most uncomfortable interview to watch because it was just a bullshit interview. Yeah. The interview was I may have offended women who I need to primarily sell to. So all of her responses, like when when somebody yeah. asked you Why, in what instance would that be a right comment to make and you come up with, first of all, I love women. Not a the question, therefore, a deflection. I'm a mum. I'm a grandma. But, deflection.
1: I, think, but I think Donna Karen I think giving Donna Karen a little bit of um Credit. I think she knows she's fucked up she does know she's fucked up but then just come out and say that
0: you're fucked up it's just the way she went about it, it was yeah. so uncomfortable for I, to think, watch. I
1: think she knows she's fucked up she just she said I'm sorry I fucked up um, I, didn't, I, I now know that I was wrong with what I said and moving on when you backtrack like that not when you backtrack it makes you look more like an idiot than which is, what, which is how it comes across yeah. when you're watching that interview it was very uncomfortable to watch yeah it's, I think this thing will carry on there going to be more and more people coming out. Like, so you've had Brett Ratner. Um, he's, he's, he's had some women accuse him of raping them. Um, we talked about Hoffman. Um, he was accused of groping a teenager, 17-year-old, which isn't pedophilia, by the way. And um, and Kevin Spacey's career is finished. So who's Kaiser say He's a pedophile. <laughs> 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 right, moving on. Um, yeah, so it comes, if we take the sexual harassment and t- take the... Take it to Westminster, and we lost the, the defense secretary. Um, we've also had this week in uh, Westminster. Um, we've have we had any movement on Brexit at all? No, nope. we had no movement I on Brexit. But anything. I think it's all been related to.
0: But in fairness, there there was more news last week because Theresa May was over in Brussels recently. I don't think okay. Now she's back, and she's having to deal with this <coughs> whole unrest around sexual harassment. I think that's kind of just deviated stuff from it this week,
1: but what we have had in the UK is um, the first rise in interest rates for, for, for over ten years. Yes, it's moved from zero point two five to zero point
0: five. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: double. double it's doubled. It's doubled. So interest rates have risen, which has a knock-on effect for home buyers, first-time home buyers, and home buyers per se.
0: Well, it has a knock-on effect for people with well, well, it has a knock-on effect for people with mortgages um, mm. because they will pay higher interest rates. But at the same time, I spoke to somebody about this, and I'm like. The, the the actual values you're looking, you're looking at are not massive. Like, so let's not overkill this now. Um, needless to say, well, it's going to affect two because they were, they've originally come out and said, so if you're a saver, then obviously it's going to be better for you because the interest rates go up. But it's not, it's not, it's not going to take you from... Yeah, but the point is, if yeah, but it's not going to take you from going to having a little bit of money in the bank to being able to take a year off, right? Yeah, but Yeah, but the same... Yeah, but so you laugh when I say about the increase in savers, right? But then when people talk about the impact it's going to have on people, all of a sudden it's the worst thing in the world. Because it's laughable how small the increase is, it's relatively negligible how small the increase is on the other way, right? But the thing Um, is that
1: it's like it's a start because it's been frozen for such a long time. Yeah, but it
0: had to happen at some point in time. So I'm not overly overly panicked about this. It is going to, I think think it probably, well, I think it probably will take its toll more within 12 months. So if you're looking at people who could actually pinch where it is going to impact them, it's going to be people on low incomes who live in rental properties because the mortgages are going to go up on. So if I look at it, I know in a lot of instances people have like, uh, investment properties aren't necessarily trying to pay them off they're just they've got an interest only mortgage right and they're just taking the rent and the remortgages and the rest of it which means they're going to be hit by this if they've got a variable which means they're going to have to pass that on to the person who rents so the person who has got a mortgage is unlikely going to be the person in a well you're going to, you are going to have people with mortgages who are in relatively low to average paid jobs but i think it could take a bit more of its toll when people come to their next cycle of Rental increases or because somebody's going to have to increase their rent to be able to cover their mortgage.
1: Or young, or young first-time buyers who, who are just destruct- it's just about making their mortgages, and as it, as their interest goes up, it, it puts a tight squeeze on yeah, them. Yeah, but it's not.
0: I don't think the first-time buyers are being knocked out by the interest rates. I'm. Being, I think they're being knocked out by the amount of deposit that they've mm-hmm. got established. That's where that's where it comes from, right? If you can get your deposit in the bank, yeah, the interest rate that you get is going to be an annoyance if it's higher but it's not going to be a showstopper the showstopper is going to be can you get your 30 to 50k in the bank to make the purchase yeah it's
1: crazy um, yeah so moving on from there it's been a... okay staying in Europe specs it give me an update then so this is all a bit well it's not
0: really It's not really gone here or there. So, we had last week, the Belgium president said that he could understand and would provide um, asylum. 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 And then, within the next day, the ex-president did, in fact, go to Belgium. The following day from that, there was an arrest warrant put out for him in Spain, Yeah. and then it seems to have gone a bit quiet there. I almost feel like we're going to end up with like a WikiLeaks. He's just going to hide himself in a...
1: <laughs> but wait, what he did was unconclusion. Unconcru- I can't even talk this morning at all. Unconclusion. And I was the one who was up all night sick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I blame the UFC. Um, what he did was illegal and... Um, he also, if you notice know in Barcelona, there's been massive pro-Spain rally.
0: So, yeah, so there's, a few, so there's a few components to it. Because, I mean, well, as we said last week, I am still of the same point that it was illegal what he did. But the narrative last week was, we we will take back control. We're going to have a vote in December. He's welcome to take part in that vote. So 48 hours later, there's an issue for his arrest. But maybe that's in response to him fleeing the country and yeah. going to Belgium. But there has been a huge turnout well I say not over the course of the week but I think it was mainly last Sunday that this occurred for all of the voters that as you say weren't able to vote and do want to stay saying this is not this is not what we want you don't speak for us but ultimately again this comes down to what we said last week Uh, 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 an outcome of a a illegal vote is, is relatively redundant maybe we should have just made bloody brexit and illegal vote and then we would have had to listen to her but um yes yeah, so, and, and then since then it's kind of just gone a bit a bit quiet uh, i don't really i guess what's next with spain is we're gonna have to see what happens in the elections um in december i'm not really sure i'm not really sure what they do with it because if you've got the if, if you've got him in belgium and belgium aren't going to send him back across then i don't really i don't really know where you go
1: why do why do countries like belgium do this like give people assignments like why?
0: I don't really understand why they're getting themselves involved, involved in that.
1: Yeah. Um I don't understand. Why would you get yourself involved in it?
0: Yeah, it just seemed to be a neither. It just seemed to be a here nor there to me. To be honest. Um,
1: it's been a. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't, I don't uh, know.
0: Where it's going. I, don't, I don't think we're gonna get anything until we until we get the vote in in December. I don't think we're gonna go much of anywhere. There is then the argument of how much. It, there is then the question around. The control and the level of control that Madrid can take because even within the Catalans that are pro-Spain the, the difference is more the culture, cultural and heritage based um, components of society over there so Catalans I think aren't necessarily against the ones who want to stay pro-Spain are not necessarily got any major issues with Spain but they will start to get some uproar if they start to take away from some of the cultural heritage that is, is down there and some of their ways of acting in society that's yeah, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. I can't call it until I if, again for me, as I've just said, I don't see this making much movement until the next elections take place. All I can see is there being talk from Madrid of providing safety for them, control for them. But, but who's going to stand up and take the place of the ex president to call for Catalans to be no. to okay. split from them? Because if nobody, because if nobody comes up to take his place, all you've got is your what forty percent of. People who came out with this illegal vote in the overall and said, yeah, we want to go, yeah. um, therefore should be relatively straightforward with the vote that happens in December. The problem you're going to have to have is even if it is a minority that get this, these are still the minority that came out to the illegal vote. So how will they respond to a formal vote if it doesn't turn out the way that they want? That's probably when you're going to have to worry about it, especially when you saw how they handled the uh, the violence on the ground last time around, or should I say, how they handled the people on the ground with their response being unanimously violent when it didn't need to be. Okay, so I think we
1: round
0: up on the news, but. Um, uh, no, 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 no,
1: no, no, to- no 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 no. There's 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 a few things to cover. I was gonna talk about. Um, I was gonna move on to uh, this week's on the launch of the iPhone X, uh, iPhone ten. As you want it. iPhone 10?
0: We right. can do that. I've got another one I want to loop back to. It's a bit Trump related.
1: Okay, so we go back to... The, we start with Trump. And we come, we well, come the
0: only one I wanted to go back to is that... I don't know if you saw this week, but his uh, transgender ban was basically thrown out. Was well, illegal? Yeah, so so they threw out two of the components of it. I think he put a ban on um, transgender individuals to serve, which got chucked out, okay. and hiring new transgender... Um, troops, which again got chucked out. The only thing that they did retain in this was that the um, government would fund uh, what is the what's the actual word for it?
1: Gender reassignment.
0: Yes. Uh, so the, the government would fund gender reassignment uh, operations. So to that one, they kept in. Okay. Which I kind of get the point of. But the two main ones that he wanted which was to not have transgender soldiers, uh, men or women, in the army, basically got chucked out. Which went relatively... Underwatch. I mean I saw it on ABC News but it seemed to have gone relatively underwatched.
1: because he's trying to push through his tax bill so all, the, all his losses they get swept under well
0: it was just one of those I mean I, I, and, I, and I trawled through I was just going through the various pieces of news and I trawled through on ABC and I found it but it wasn't like it was right at the top and hasn't, I haven't seen any mention of it internationally so which is weird because it was a big thing when he said it um, and like I say in, in general it was a loss for him he did give he did up with it
1: is, this is this is a, a what nine months of continuous losses. It's nothing new for him. Um, yeah. So, you have you got anything else on Trump?
0: Uh, no. Go on to the iPhone. I think so, so the iPhone, the iPhone, that. thing not
1: released this week. Um, it's for Apple. It was a massive deal because of I think this is a, this is a, the last iteration of this type of smartphone. I think um, the smartphones are moving on now. The technology is moving on. Uh, I think um, this is Apple's this is Apple's version of the Apple One. In the sense that this technology is there's going to be something the next the next phase of phones is going to be a massive leap that's, that's, and that's what i'm thinking. i'm seeing with the new um androids and the new um, samsung and the new google pixels and the new heat and hdc's that this apple phone is apple's last chance of being the innovator because of you see so Let's about it. Let's about it. The Apple 10 first. So the Apple Ten is um, Apple's first phone without the home button. It's Apple's phone without the thing, without the thing, finger, um, fingerprint um, security lock, and. It's well, no, it's still got it on there. It Just hasn't got the button, has it? I don't got a button. It's not got, a fingerprint. No, got a fingerprint at all. It hasn't got it at all. It's all now face recognition. No, could you? Can, can you use, I think you still use
0: the. I don't think it's all solely, No, I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure that you can still.
1: No, I think you could. I think that's all gone. I think it's all face recognition. You look at it and it all opens. What you can do now, you can put a password in it, but the actual fingerprint's gone. It's all face recognition. So it's... It's all crap, as far as I'm concerned. I'm still not over my update. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's funny about the iPhone X, um, releases, is that the iPhone 8 is a bestseller. Is, is yeah, 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 yeah. Still I, still
0: I, I did see that. I did see that the iPhone 8 was a, a bestseller. I'm not sure. So the thing is, somebody came up with an interesting, you, you mentioned about the end of innovation forum. Somebody did mention an interesting thing. Apple have always had a circle. Like Apple have always had a circle. So their, their campus was a, a circle. The MacBooks were based on circle. You had the Apple itself, which is a circle. You had the iPhone that came out. You had the trackball on the first iPod, which was all a circle. And now they've got rid of the circle. So somebody made some, it was like It wasn't a conspiracy theory, so he's like, I wonder if this was... Well, I think somebody was like... Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to made a joke out. He's like, yeah, I think the circle just held the demons that made the phone so successful. And the removal of the circle is going to let all the demons out. But it's an interesting one. It's the first time that they actually haven't had any form of circle related to the design. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've looked at it, and people have gone like, yeah, the edge-to-edge um, screen is, is gorgeous, but I'm like, well, it's no different to what Samsung have done previously. So, Samsung's a better.
1: Uh, so I
0: don't really get what what that's coming from. Um, what else do they see on there? I'm not sure, yeah. I I, I mean, I saw people do some random... On, oh, I've got a, a story to jump to, actually, from this. Um, but I I... I don't feel in any way inclined to upgrade to this. It's about, uh, it's 1,000, for the
1: 256 model, it's 1,149
0: pounds. I'm not really, I don't really care about, I don't really care about the actual, uh, sorry, that sounds so <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Um. Oh yeah, are right. the loss of Touch ID. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm not, I don't think that's it's a all good, face ID. I don't think that's a good removal. I think they should have left that on there, to be honest. The well, Face ID is, pretty, is really good. Well, no, I think it's, uh, oh, it's, everything's really good until they release an update and it breaks. <laughs> is it? That, oh, I listened to a different podcast where, like, Apple are like literally one step away from releasing the update that bloody bricks your phone. And then what do they do? And this is one of those. So what if they release an update that loses my facial recognition? You brick my phone out. Yeah. I'll be that. I'll be lost, right? Yeah. Not to mention the fact you still haven't released an update to the release that you put onto my old device, which is still making it a brick. I've reset it again about forty times this week. It's ridiculous. So I'm still inclined to say if I have to do an upgrade next, I'm very close to going to. I do say this over like, the last three releases that <laughs> I might go for a Samsung and then I end up getting an iPhone. But I haven't looked between the two, but there was, I did see that there was a lot more attention to kind of the iPhone 8 than there was for the X. But I think that stands to reason based on the, yeah,
1: the cost of it. The cost of close together. A lot of the apps won't be optimised for the X or what are they, six months, another six to a year where most of the apps will... If, I mean, if you open them up and you put the iPhone 8 and the iPhone X together... That it looks like they look identical because of mostly apps aren't optimized for the um, full screen, which is. Uh, I Don't
0: care about it. Just don't crash on me sixty four times a day. It's ridiculous because yeah. uh, I have become bricked out when somebody said that, and they were like, "Yeah, they're just one update away from bricking out your phone." I'm like, "They bricked out my phone last Sunday. Like it's done for me already." <laughs> nah.
1: So what was it, what was the new story that you want to talk on? Hold on, I think I've got a clip for this because this is this is
0: ridiculous. I have a clip for it. Hold on. So going from that, and then, and so Google came out. This isn't directly related to the iPhone, right? But what kind of nonsense story is this? Business, shall we? There's an emergency, people at Google. An author, Thomas Bakedale,
1: decided to show
0: something mucho importante. Check out Apple's emoji, Microsoft, Samsung, etc., and, and then Google. Oh. At the moment, there's emojis for burgers. This picture. Yeah. Uh, oh. The cheese on the bottom I'm of the cheeseburger. Do that. No. And this is so, and because Google came out a story saying, Oh, we're going to make this our biggest priority Probably, to yeah. address. Yeah. So, then you've got the emoji burger, and what I'm looking at on the screen, I found this on ABC, but you've got Apple's burger, which is bun, lettuce, burger, cheese, tomato, which is the same for all of the so, actually, no, the Microsoft one has got the burger, cheese, tomato, lettuce. And the Samsung one has got the burger, lettuce, cheese, tomato. So slightly different variations for all of them. But Google will put the cheese on the bottom, which is apparently a no-go. <laughs> and the fact that people have actually got the, the, have actually gone out to notice this, and the, I mean, I know it's a joke. He said, yeah, we're dropping everything to fix the, uh, the emoji thing. But that was one of my stupid stories of the week. Wasn't,
1: that, wasn't the burger getting stuck in the tractor fan another stupid story?
0: Well, there was two, actually. There was one, this was actually my best of the week, because it's exceptional. So, I'm sure some of you will have seen this, but Donald Trump's account disappeared off Twitter for 11 minutes the other day. uh, This went from being in my normal news to being in my best of the week because I just think it's an exceptional way to exit the company. What can you do for the world on your last last day at Twitter? Delete the account. The only thing that would have been better is if they'd deleted the account and registered some different one which stopped him from re-registering it to make it longer than eleven minutes. They
1: can't even look to the employee, can they? Once he he's left. Well he's left. He's left.
0: Uh, it depends what's in his thing. because technically technically they haven't done any fi- well it depends. If Donald Trump wanted to sue them for something for on a financial basis. But you're not you're not gonna get any money off of putting an employee who works for Twitter to that high value. Yeah. I just an it's an ex- it's exceptional gift to the world. It gave him it done nothing for him. But it gave back to, I don't even know the name of the person who did it. But would um, it, for 11 minutes, would you, would, if Trump wasn't online, would he know that unless he's, unless he's on his Twitter, Twitter What do you mean so for 11 minutes? In that 11 minutes, I reckon he refreshed his Twitter feed about 16,000 times. Am I back yet? Am I back yet? Am I back yet? <laughs> emergency, we have a national emergency. My Twitter account has been deleted. Okay, so we'll deal with this. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Pick up the phone. Have we dealt with this yet? I'm not on Twitter. What's going on? That
1: has, I think that also has security issues in a sense that... If someone can turn it off, what stops them from going in and tweeting as Trump? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like being able to get into his, like get into his um his personal profile and then tweet as him, and then tell tell North Korea, "Fuck you! We're gonna launch, I'm launching nuclear weapons right now." I'm not
0: sure that Twitter, when I start the um, the end of the world, if anything. No, but like,
1: I'm, I'm just I'm just hypothetically I'm just saying that is a security issue there that someone could. That's could, not. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's not. If I, go into a, if I go into a company and I have an active
0: directory and I've got somebody who's... No, it's not. Somebody has been delegated the rights to be able to control deletion and removal of accounts. It's the same thing as you do if you If I go into a business and I've got a user account that I log on to, then we have processes in place that mean some people are given delegation of authority to control those. They can just go and delete somebody's mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. So it's not technically a... It's not, it's not technically that. Because I don't think it would allow them to go on and um, log in as him. Log in as him. Just means they can delete any given account for it. I say do it more often.
1: What? Did he, did he yes. <laughs> Tom, can should a president of the United States have, have his own personal Twitter?
0: Well they so it was the point is they did and it was his one that they removed. They didn't remove the official POTUS one.
1: Yeah. But he didn't tweet from the original uh, from the POTUS one. No,
0: probably good news. did good job. Because stuff that's on Twitter goes down in history, at least at least if it hasn't if it's not smeared by him, he can just point back to his personal one as being the issue. Yeah.
1: And then talking about the, the guy and the, the burglar and extractor fan. So was he was he trying to he trying to rob the rob um. Let me get this up. I had it. So the burglar was trying to rob something and then he gets caught in the extractor fan. I'm, just, I'm trying to find it. Don't well, remember. while you're trying to find that, we can go it. back
0: to the fact that. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so you get trapped in the vent. I can't. i I'll go on. Go, go with that story. So, so the,
1: burglar, um, the burglar was trying to rob a house, and he got caught in a strapped fan vent, a vent for seven hours. He had to call for help, and then the police came and arrested him. So How long do you wait to call
0: for help when you know that you're going to get arrested at the end of it? Like At what point in time in that seven hours do you think he determined, I'm stuck here and I can't get out? Obviously quite early, but then he had the debate of, is there anything else i can do that does not require me to call for help because there's no way i can explain this i reckon about 4 hours in and i i, spend, think, I reckon he spent about 3 hours not making the call
1: yeah i think 3 hours he tried to get out of it the funny thing i think when you know okay when you when you hear this story first of all how old do you think the person is uh, i don't know. when you think of a burglar against like an event how old do you think the person is i don't know i don't like i don't know mid 30s you think 30s like 30s 20s yeah. in that age Guy's 45 in as well. <laughs> he's 45 in. Well, right? maybe, that's
0: why, that, maybe that's why he's let himself go and got stuck in a vent. <laughs> maybe the last time he successfully did this, he was. He climbed uh, in at around in 2
1: a.m. and was completely stuck and couldn't move. And that's pretty impressive to get so stuck you can't move as well. Yeah. I'm thinking, four hours in, you'd be like, yeah, I can't get out. I need to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> then you start calling for help. That's crazy. Um, And from there... Uh, uh, So, yeah, the one
0: I was going to go into was... (laughs) This is just a ridiculous story. And the memes have started on them already. But Kung Fu Kid, Patrice Everett, and and kicking the fan. that is It was the weirdest thing because it was a full-on karate kick to the face. It's one of those things where I couldn't help but keep watching it. And when I was, when I was um, trying to look up for this and try and get to the bottom of it, so I think he originally got banned for, for one game and then they've increased that to five. And undoubtedly, I mean, at 36, I would wonder if this is not just going to be in yeah. ban long enough for the end of his That's career. True. But apparently what was actually said was that they said that the fans said, get out of our club and st- stick to making social media posts. And this is, social, this is him who goes on and does stupid singing like Bob Marley and posts all these stupid videos, right? But I was like, out of all the things that someone has said to him, I'm sure, over his years in football, Suarez. somebody saying that to him Suarez. has stuck him over the edge. That yeah. makes no sense to it. I'm like, how closely do you hold your social media status that that was what tipped you over the edge? The
1: thing is that he kind of ruins It's, it's It comes into to the end of his career. You can't actually have him as a football pundit. Afterwards, because if you're really like Patrice, you, you kick someone at thirty six in the head. Well, it's and, it, and it's a full on. Right. Lost, his lost, his rag, fly kick, Well, not fly kicked him, but roundhouse kicked him basically in the face. What was funny that afterwards he was sent to, he was sent off, and he he went he went and sat in the stands, and signed signed all the fans. <laughs> you know, I thought you'd go straight home after that.
0: I just I it was a, it's a weird it, it, it just yeah it was quite a strange, um, event for us to watch to be honest. Um, also randomly, what's going on with this? Uh, what's the deal with? Have you seen the whole feud with Tyrese and the Rock? Oh yeah, okay. But well, I mean Tyrese has been on online <laughs> about his daughter, but the whole Tyrese and the Rock thing. It's is, hilarious.
1: Well, it's just, been, it's just so how bad's it dawn? It's hilarious. So. Tyrese, I've been talking about this all week. So Tyrese, um, what's happened is he's under he's having a custody battle with his, yeah. his ex-wife for his child. She's accusing him of beating his child to the point where she couldn't sit down. And um, he's been having to pay lawyer fees and uh, he's blamed um, the smear campaign by his ex-wife for, for him not being able to get new jobs. And he was banking on the new, the new Fast and Furious film, which is going to be made and um, in 2018 to 2019 so that he because of so the the pre the first film I think Fast Three is 6 made him 5 million the other one made him 10 million so expect he's expecting the, ten, the, the new one making 15 million and because of the rock and getting safe from making a, a, a spin enough that's going to be released spin-off, before spin-off the next before, Fury, yeah which means that he's not going to be he's not going to make any money and he asked The Rock privately so to not, not make the film, explained to The Rock the reason why. The Rock still went out and said, Wash, I'm, I'm, not your, I'm not your daddy. <laughs> yeah, but, it's not, this, what a city, um, but that, that's not a conversation to have. The Rock's uh, not going to turn around
0: to a studio and say, by the way, I can't make your film when you want to make your film because Tyrese needs to get paid.
1: Yeah. What? So, um, so since then, Tyrese has gone on a personal rant, Vendetta Against The Rock. No but he's yeah but he when you listen to it he's he's
0: um gone back to the fact that he was saying I warned them from the beginning, if we let him in, he's going to come over and make it all about him. Look, at the end of the day, The Rock's built himself into a brand. Now, you're all actors, you all had the opportunity to do the, the same
1: Rock thing. saved right? the brand
0: as well. Well, it's... Vin Diesel at, at one point, done the same thing. He was carrying that yeah. brand, right? It was, was, was what it was. The reason that the spin-off is happening between Jason Statham and him is because they have come in, Jason Statham has got his brand. He's not the same as The Rock, but he's got his brand yeah. and persona that he brings to a film, right? Now, arguably, if... You are not making a brand out of it yourself. You probably need to ask what what that says about you and your. And to be fair, his role. I mean, he doesn't define what his role is within the film. But it's nothing standout. It's always the Joker on the side yeah. who plays there, right? But just a, just a quick point on this because he went in there, and don't get me wrong. I don't think it's right that he's paying what he is for child support and not getting to see his daughter. Thirteen thousand dollars. But yes, but thirteen thousand dollars out of five mil and ten mil that you made before. What have you done with your earnings that it's
1: not there? Yeah, but um, Ben, I think this is a case of this is also a way of reducing his um, reducing his child support payments because there is also in the custody battle his his ex-wife is asking for, for more money and he's trying to say to the courts, I'm broke, yeah, I'm not, any, I'm not earning any money, so why don't raise it? It's also that type of... Yeah, yeah,
0: I get that, thing. but you're not broke, are you? That's because what I'm saying, he's but not broke, it's not, but, but, he's but it's trying also... To, he's trying
1: to... He's trying to, he's trying
0: to in, in the but I don't think that he should be going about this the way he does. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to not... I'm, 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 I'm inclined to ask questions when people go to social media with posts which are that personal to um,
1: That's what I'm saying. I think... This is a a, a a thing of I don't want I don't I don't want my cussi, my child um, my support to go any higher than it. it is right now. Yeah, but now. I don't think
0: if somebody if somebody is looking at his case for looking after his daughter, I don't think that him going on to him anyway. see, social see, media being that emotional is is a is a sign of the, safety and security. And I'm not saying that he's not a good. A good dad. I'm not saying that in any yeah. way whatsoever. What I'm saying is, I don't think that this you, is the right manner to be going about but it. But you start
1: questioning his mental health. But, you, you but this is what I mean. Yeah. I don't
0: think this is the way or means to be going about yeah. it, fighting the rock on social media and the rest of it. That, that's not a good argument for you to put across. If you're a good dad, then that's what you should base it on. And don't get me wrong, I don't think, it's an extortion amount that he's paying and if she's asking for more as well, then that's ridiculous. But the point is, it's just the ways of man that he's gone about it. And it's the whole, well, The Rock thing. Yes, it's come to a front because of this, but it sounds like he always did not like The Rock. He always looked at him as being a threat that would come in.
1: I think it was a bit of jealousy. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. But that's what I mean. I think he doesn't like him because he saw that, i.e. Well, The Rock is... Because when he came into Fast and Furious, by that point in time... The franchise bit. was dying. When, it wasn't,
1: it was, it was no, exact. but
0: yeah, but the rocks was going up in net value yeah, all the yeah, time, yeah. right? So when that came in, I don't think that was a. The rocks
1: saved Fast and Furious because Fast and Furious Five wasn't a big, wasn't, wasn't a massive seller. Um, when the rock came in, Fast and Furious Six, it, the numbers went from this to that. It went through the roof. I think and it mean, helps them. Oh, it, yeah, man. it helps them. And if he's
0: got a hell hold out two years until he makes the next movie and it doubles up in but the but millions but that he gets my back, my thing should to Tyrese be is that
1: Tyrese, if you're if you if you're an actor and you need to make money, go and work. Because you see Nicholas Nicholas Cage, he's fallen off from making A-list films, but he makes a lot of B-list films making money. And if you're an actor... Yeah, but Tyrese never really... So, yeah, but when when you look at Tyrese from a
0: movie perspective, Fast and Furious is all he's ever done. And and Transformers... Yeah, he got into, but there's only a couple of those, and he's not playing a leader role. Argue he's not playing a leader role in, in furious, he's well. still making money from it. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, he is, but those, are, but that's that's a small amount in the grand scheme of things. I mean, the Rock is churning out money on films all the time and making it from different avenues. And let's not forget, Tyrese, you started out in music. Like this should be a secondary from you. So again, I'm still at a bit of a loss. How have you allowed yourself to be broke when you should be bringing in right. previous earnings from?
1: So when he says so when he says he's broke, I literally think he's saying to the courts. I can't afford to pay more than thirteen thousand because when he starts crying, he, that's the thing that everyone hears. For thirteen thousand, what more do you want from me? Yeah, yeah again, not, it's just that manner of why is it? I just that's a weird thing
0: to do go on online with that kind of post. It's,
1: it's,
0: it's trying to win the court of public opinion, and I think it's I easy. don't think he needs to worry about the court of public opinion. He needs to worry about the court. Yeah, the judge is not going to care about public opinion when it comes to making a decision on that. That's why I found that a bit weird, bit weird.
1: Uh, so what books you, What books have you read this week?
0: Uh, I actually have been catching up on podcasts most of the week. I haven't read that many books. Uh, I've still got the one. I downloaded Angel by um, Jason... Hold on a second. I forgot his name. So I'm still reading The Inevitable, which, uh, to be honest, I think I'm just going to stop and just go straight on to Jason Calacanis, which is how to invest in startups. So he's a um, experienced angel investor. Mm. I might just go on to that because this inevitable. Uh, the inevitable one so it's understanding the 12 things that will technologies that will shape the future is just not very good like it was written back in 2014 I think as well so it's referred to I mean it, it, one thing that was telling for me I didn't look at the date of when the book was raised but it's just gone for a point of talking on cloud computing and it's talked about cloud platforms and it doesn't mention Microsoft Azure which is becoming fast and growing the, the biggest cloud platform there so I'm like I really understand how you didn't write this that long ago how naive of you that you didn't even include these in there and it's just, it's going over stuff that I'm like I downloaded it because I thought it might be interesting. It's rare I don't finish a book, but I'm really struggling to force myself through this. I'm like five hours in. It's got like a few hours left. So I think I might just go on to Angel okay. today and read that. But there was a bit. Uh, to be fair, I, I t- the problem is, is when I top up on all my reading, I then have to go back and top up on all my podcasts. Um, Joe Rogan's been going insane this week with his podcast.
1: Yeah, because studio. So he's, he's,
0: yeah, but this week, the
1: week coming up, he's got even more going. I'm like, What? <laughs> Then like you've had no agenda. So they've had
0: like four hour podcasts. Who no agenda? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had yeah, but it's their tenth anniversary. Which no, is but th-
1: they had a four hour podcast this week. They've had two. Yeah, no, they no, two. No, no, no,
0: no, no. They've had so there's so, so I don't know if you listen to it or not. I listen to some of it. So the seven hour one was the tenth anniversary, okay. and they literally spent four hours because they get because they don't do they don't put any ads on the show. Yeah. So all of the money that they get in is value for value. So they get donations in, okay. and then you get your knighthood if you've done like a thousand pounds in there. Um, $1,000, but they they were doing a two-for-one deal, so if I put in $50, back, fifty I would get $100 back. So about three and a half hours of that were letters in and donations, and then on the fourth one, they basically extended the buy one, get one free, or bog off, that they hadn't heard of before, yeah. to the next two shows, which means for the other two shows, they were still getting countless amounts of... Um, Okay. Uh, donations in which means today it will go back to they target to have two and a half hours but to be fair that's like one of my favorite. you think it's just moody old men I no, think, no, no, well, no. I think I, it's really I Is
1: like they talk so much <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well <laughs> when they did the seven hours one they started filming when it was like dark outside and they finished recording when it was dark outside it's
1: like they talk a lot a I lot, listen to lot.
0: well they talk really slow as well because I listen to them in a um, uh, in three times, uh, two and a half times speed. So when I listen to them in normal speed, I'm like, what the hell can you listen to this for seven hours? Yeah, so actual
1: seven hours is a, is a long time. Can, Joe Rogan's podcast this week, they've been they've been like three hours, but they've been a lot, a lot of them have been with comedians, uh, a lot. I mean, I not remember who that Yandri. Um, um, this week on Joe Rogan, I listened to, to all of them. Been a busy week. Before,
0: uh it's not been. He had a, the thing is what I've noticed is he's going through a lot of um, guests that he's had on before, but he's got uh, he's got Burr and Ari yeah. and Tom on on Tuesday post okay. there sober October. Yeah, that'll be that interesting. But we didn't. There was one thing that we had last week, which did I get to. Um, did we go through the shapeshift a bit last week? No, we didn't, did we? No. So f- fill the fill the fill the air for a second. M- mention something while I find this <laughs> because this is exceptional and it can't not it can't not go unsaid. I just need to I need to track
1: it down. While well, 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 Ben's tracking down the information on the shapeshifter. Um, guys, can you do me a favor and can you su- can you subscribe on um, iTunes and subscribe on any other podcast apps such as Castbox or um, Public or. Uh, Podcast Republic or Bot's um, uh, and when you subscribe, can you also rate us? So because the more you rate us, the more we our profile gets that goes up. Um, yeah, and yeah, this week I've been I'm quite tired. Cause I watched UFC. I don't know if any of you guys watch UFC, but I've, I really enjoyed I've it. I found some form of
0: life today. I don't know how because I've had just an awful overnight experience.
1: <laughs> no, I woke up. Uh, I I woke up and I watched the full cards, which was pretty pretty damn good so I am quite tired normally we film this normally we record this on a Saturday afternoon or evening and it's now Sunday morning and Ben who when I came here was like half dead is now I think a porridge gave him some superpowers so he's now awake yeah, I'm completely fine now. And it was it was,
0: it was was grim. It was so weird for me. So I found it. Um, that was it because it was from house Uh It was so weird for me. I wanted to get out this morning. I had no energy. Literally, I lo- like I said to you, I lost two and a half kilos overnight. And I didn't eat that much yesterday anyway. So I was like, I need to move. And I'm never lost for energy. And I was like, this is the weirdest. Is this what people do on Sunday mornings? They actually lay in? Yeah. I was so frustrated by it. <laughs> I'm so annoyed because I need to go after this. I need to go to the to the gym. But I should have done that first thing this morning. But, um, right, let me play this. Because I listened to it, I can't remember. Maybe I got this off No Agenda They pointed me in the direction of this. So, William Patrick Corgan, who is the, I think he's the lead from the Smashing Pumpkins. But this is the weirdest interview that I have heard. So, hold on, let me. What happened? Give me a, give me a, give me a for instance. I, I want to know. I'm, I I'm turning I'm so embarrassed. No, don't be embarrassed. Come on, Share. Why not? We have to discuss. let just let's let's just say I was with somebody once and, and I saw I saw a transformation that I can't explain. The person transformed into something other than human. Yes, I saw it. <laughs>
1: were you on drugs? I was
0: not. It was totally. <laughs> wow. You were talking. To, I'm just gonna. I'm asking you some questions. <laughs> if you were ta- you were talking
1: to someone? Yes. You having a conversation?
0: Yes. Like we are now. Yeah. This close.
1: <laughs> and the person suddenly. Not in a hallucination. They said to you, look, something's gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show, I'm gonna morph into something else.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is ridiculous. That's not how it happened. Give me, give me, give me, give me
1: please. No, I don't wanna see this. Imagine I mean, you're doing something and suddenly you, you turn around and there's somebody else
0: standing there. A different human. Sorta. Of. It's hard to explain without going into detail. Okay, things. but did you say to the person, what'd you just do here? Like, yes, you. and they acknowledged it. And, and what did they say they were? from another planet and they wouldn't explain why not again without telling us it's a really messed up story you're, you're not wrong like. <laughs> so i heard that last week and i was like oh my god how is that how is that a legitimate interview and you can hear him laughing when he's asked the question by howard stern as if he knows how stupid his answers are but and you can hear howard stern as if are you really telling me this but as when she jumps in and says hey, were you drunk we aren't drugs <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Oh, that did tickle me a bit. Um, I can't remember, I didn't think, I didn't think if there was anything else that we wanted to cover, but did did you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast where he had the guy from Blink 182 on, who was speaking about his company that he's starting, which is basically to educate people on extraterrestrials. Tim lunch. Yes, Um, and and he was talking like, yeah, my company can do that. But it was the weirdest thing. I think Joe Rogan was actually getting frustrated at one point because he kept asking these questions. He kept telling him all this stuff and asking him all these questions, and then he went, but I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you. And he got to a point where he'd gone through all of these meetings he'd had with all these NSA people. He referred to people and said, who used to do this job. So Joe was basically like, well, we can Google it if we want to find it out. He's like, well, even if you Google it and find out, I'm not going to confirm that it's the right answer. But I'm like, you've divulged all of this information. It was, just, it was a really weird inf- interview. Even I was listening to it like, I don't really understand you. And he's like, yeah, well, a lot of people just don't know all the stuff that I know. I'm like, dude, you just seem to be somebody who has Googled some extraterrestrial ongoings and his point of sa- his sales position was well these people are all in the government and they don't know how to communicate with people and I do because I'm a permi- uh, musician from a band which is no longer listened to and as I, as, I, as far as I remember it, he wasn't even the lead <laughs> like so it's just it's, a, it's, a, it's weird I don't really understand it what was it he came up with the name of that company to be a talent company before and now he's turned it into something
1: going in space just a slightly peculiar interview but <laughs> You see more flat earthers coming out. You see Bob, BLB, pushing that flat earth. I saw somebody on in
0: my Instagram and they posted a picture and I don't know whether it was a legitimate what they believed or they were trying to take the piss out of themselves, but they did reference to it as if they're a flat earth believer and now I'm not sure how we're going to speak to each other next time I see them. <laughs> I, don't
1: know, I don't know what form of
0: conversation I can have with somebody who genuinely believes that the earth is flat. Like, Is this a real thing? I'm not... That's a hypothetical question because I know it is a real thing. People actually believe it. But how did this come to be? How did people start to
1: question that the world was not round? I think that I think I've talked for another week. I think we need to sit down and go into conspiracy theories.
0: Well, no, we, well, we've got a friend who is into conspiracy theories. We'll bring him on. We may need to invite yeah. him on because yeah. I <laughs> can't get my head. So, these people for me live in Dimension Z, and I don't live in Dimension Z. So, I can hear what they're saying, but I can't understand how they believe it. It's like when I watched that, that UFO show out of interest a couple of weeks ago, and to, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. And this guy that we've got is actually, well, he's, he's younger, so he won't be like the UFO sightings that are, where everybody was post 70 on there. Yeah. As I say, for me, as technology advanced, we should find it easier to find extraterrestrials if they exist. Not more difficult, mm. but when he comes on, that show may go in very different directions. He, yeah, he has a lot of. Uh, he's, what, he's a, what's his name, listener? Alec, he's, he's an Alex Jones listener, isn't he? Yeah. And he's an Alex Jones fan. So yeah. if you listen to Alex Jones for humour purposes, which by all means, guys, if you want to look into Alex Jones, he believes in all of these different uh, conspiracy theories. And if you just want to laugh, then you take it on. My concern is when people follow him and legitimately believe the words that are coming out of
1: his mouth. <laughs> um. I'm Alex Jones, hilarious. Yeah, but that's the point. You listen to him for humour value, not for actual belief. Yeah, I don't believe anything he says. Nice Um With that saying, I think it's lights up.
0: I think it is. I don't even know how long the show's been. I was uh, because I wasn't with her at the start. I didn't kick off the. Uh, um, Aaron twenty
1: six. Aaron
0: twenty seven. Ah, that should be alright. Alright, cool. Guys. Right, people. Have a good week. Lights out until next week.